invite you to start moving about again. Um, but just with the caveat that asking consent is never a bad thing, so before you just run up and bear hug somebody, just say, hey, are you comfortable with a hug or, you know, something like that. Deal? All right. Um, if you are worshiping with us online, you can have bread and wine or juice ready uh, for when we do communion and commune with everybody else. Uh, I think that's it for announcements about the worship service. I'll have more announcements a little bit later on, but everybody please take a moment and just quiet your hearts and minds as we prepare for worship. We worship today in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand as you are able for the confession and absolution. Today we come together and we confess our sins before God and one another. God of joy and God of sorrow, we gather in your house full of regret and remorse for the things that have kept us from fulfilling your calling. We have failed to act, and we have behaved in ways that disappoint. But we are your children, and you have promised to forgive. We ask for your forgiveness and the desire to do your work in the world. Dear friends, it is my pleasure and my joy to announce to you that God loves and forgives all of God's children. Today, you receive God's forgiveness and mercy through the world unburdened by sin for the sake of Jesus Christ. have asked us to clothe ourselves in armor that protects our spirits from things that threaten to harm them. Teach us your ways so that we are prepared for anything this world might bring. Amen. This morning's scripture reading comes from Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 20. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his power. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For our struggle is not against enemies of blood and flesh, 
but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day, and having done everything, to stand firm. Stand, therefore, and fasten the belt of truth around your waist, and put on the breastplate of righteousness. As shoes for your feet, put on whatever will make you ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. With all of these, take the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times in every prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert and always persevere in supplication for all the saints. Pray also for me, so that when I speak, a message may be given to me to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it boldly, as I must speak. Thanks be to God. I do have a children's message today for any children who are interested. All right, we have a couple of takers and somebody who really doesn't want to do it. Morning. We're going to take a field trip today, so you don't need to sit. We're going to take a little walk. All right, how are you guys? Good. Good. Nice to meet you. Let's take a walk over to this corner with the windows. So you guys run on over there and see what you can find. So I am going to read in just a minute um, another passage where Jesus talks about some birds. So take a look out this window and tell me if you guys can see any animals out there. Two birds. There's a lot of birds out there, right? Do you know what kind of birds they are? Probably robins, maybe, yeah. So the robin is Wisconsin's state bird. I learned that somewhere. Uh, so where do the birds live? In nests. And where are, where are nests? In trees. trees, okay. So we don't see them right now, but what other kind of animals do you think you might find out in our garden? I think I might find some chipmunks. Might find some chipmunks? Some what? Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll find uh, some squirrels. What about, uh, what else? You think any rabbits might live out there? Yeah. Yeah, there might be the occasional deer, right? There's a lot of, a lot of green space. So the question that I have to ask is, do you think that God loves those birds and those chipmunks and those squirrels? Yes. Yeah? So this last week I was out in Yellowstone and I got to see some animals. I saw some bears and I saw some wolves. Do you think God loves bears and wolves? Yes. Yeah? What about the trees that the birds nest in? Do you think God loves those? Yes. yes. They, they, they get this. This is, we're, we're right there. 
We believe that God really likes nature and human beings. Everybody should jump on that clap. So you just, uh, you got ahead of the rest of my sermon. We're going to take a walk over here. So if God loves those bears and those wolves and the birds and the chipmunks, do you think that God loves, I don't know, who am I going to pick on? Well, Tom. Do you think that God loves Tom? Yes, right? There was a hesitation. It was, I was scared for what the answer was going to be. What about, what about these people? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was not hesitation there. That scares me. So what about you? You think God loves you? What about this guy? What about her? Yeah. Right? So if you listen in just a moment with the piece of Scripture that I'm going to read, Jesus is going to talk about how much God loves different things and different people. And every time you hear about how much God loves, I want you to remember that not only is he talking about the people then, but he's talking about you and you and you and you. What about me? Oh, okay, good. Again, no hesitation. And he's talking about the rest of these folks, and I'm sure you all know people that aren't here today, right? Does God love them? They, they get this. This is good. Can we say a prayer together? All right, you guys are going to have to repeat after me and be loud because I have a microphone, you don't. Dear God, Dear God, thank you so much for nature, for nature, for all of the animals, and all of the plants that make this world so beautiful. And thank you for all of the people you put in our lives that you love too. And thank you for loving us. Amen. Amen. Not playing along. All right, thank you guys. You can head on back. Good work. Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. And even the hairs on your head are all counted. So do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. 
Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from Jesus Christ, his Son, our Lord. I am not an expert on the price of sparrows, though according to Jesus, they are surprisingly affordable. Jesus mentions birds in conjunction with God's love several times. Another is in chapter 6 of Matthew during the Sermon on the Mount, and this is one of my favorite stories from my time in Israel-Palestine. We went to the place where it is believed that Jesus sat the crowds down and gave the Sermon on the Mount. One of the professors uh, on the trip, it was a seminary trip, uh, read from the Sermon on the Mount while we were there. And as we approached uh, the, the Matthew 6 passage, a very loud bird kept chirping. And since, I can al- and since then, I can almost hear the annoyance in Jesus' words, right? So he is trying to tell this huge crowd of people about the kingdom of God, and he's trying to tell them how to live in community and to love one another. And as he is saying these very important words above in the trees, there's just this constant squawking and chirping and chirping and squawking that I can just hear him go, consider the birds of the sky. (laughs) The point is that all of creation matters to God. Even the parts that we ourselves don't assign much value to. Right? I am sure that Larry loves when squirrels and chipmunks are all over the garden. Right? And I know that I love when I notice the birds when I park my car under a tree. (laughs) We're getting very close to my all dogs really do go to heaven soapbox but I am not going to go there today. The point here is that everything matters to God. The dogs, the cats, the sparrows, the grass, all of it. So, like I asked the kids who answered very, very well, if God cares about sparrows that are worth a penny, how much does God care about you? How much does God care about immigrants, about people facing addiction, about people who can't bring themselves to be part of the church? How much does God care? The answer is a lot. Paul, to the church in Ephesus, writes about the armor of God, right? And uh, when I started my first call, one of the interims who was there before me uh, gave me a plaque with the armor of God verses on it. 
and I probably should have taken it as a sign. They were all actually very good to me, but it was quite a rocky start. In all seriousness, though, Paul is writing to his congregation that has been embroiled in conflict and battle over the sects and, uh, and other spin-offs of Christianity, and he's writing to encourage them. And he writes to encourage them and telling them that God gives them everything they need. He gives them the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness, and then feet fitted with readiness that comes from the gospel of peace, and a shield of faith, a helmet of salvation, and a sword of the Spirit. I'm also alarmed that the armor of God does not have pants. But what does the armor of God mean for us? None of this means that we are invincible. None of this means that we have some supernatural force field against the things that aim to kill and destroy. Say, perhaps, against certain strains of a flu virus that changed life as we know it. You can still get sick. You can still die. You can still be hurt. But where Jesus tells his disciples, if the sparrows matter, how much more do you matter? Kay, how many sparrows would you say you're worth? At least five. At least five, right? That's a, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. So if God cares about one sparrow, certainly if Kay's worth five, she matters a whole lot. I think you're worth more sparrows than that. <laughs> Paul takes it all a step further. He tells his congregation at Ephesus that no matter what comes at them, whether it be physical attacks or attacks that go after the brain or the heart, that no matter what, God will win in the end. He tells them that even if your life here is taken from you, that Jesus always has the last word. And though the armor of God doesn't free us from being concerned about violence or plague, what the armor of God gives us, or should give us, is a life free from worry. Because we know that with that armor, we are protected by a God that defeated death, and conquered the grave, so that through him we could too. One of the big pieces of my trip out to Yellowstone this last week was a conversation with other pastors and professors and authors 
about COVID-19 and what it had done to churches and about what the present looks like, about what the future looks like, but most importantly about a question that I don't think we ask enough, about what God is doing in the midst of it. Because God is present. And even though God doesn't cause calamities, through them we grow closer to God. So as we embark on the next steps of our journey together, those are going to be some of our discussions. We're going to ask together. I'm not going to tell you, even though obviously I do like telling you things. We are going to ask the questions together. We're going to ask, where is God in this? What might God be doing in this? What are God's plans for Christ the servant? How does God's armor protect me? How many sparrows am I really worth? Again, because the armor of God does not protect us in the physical sense, I beg you, make smart decisions, but make them confidently, knowing that even when you don't, God's love is so much bigger than anything that this world can throw at you. Amen.
We pray for the church, the world, and all those in need. In a world of uncertainty, our first temptation is to defend ourselves, our views, our perceived home territory. Show us clearly what it is that truly threatens us, narrow-mindedness, selfishness, fear, and equip us to break down the true enemies of our soul. Almighty Protector, Show us the places where our short-sightedness causes harm to others, to relationships, and to our world. Teach us to stand instead in defense of the helpless, the less fortunate, and the persecuted. Almighty Protector, as we travel our neighborhoods, our land, and territories beyond, open us to being transformed by the unfamiliar, the uncomfortable, and unwelcome surprises. You have given us all that we need. Now help us to grow in faith and courage. Almighty Protector, the wounded are all around us, Lord, victims of war, disaster, abuse, and misfortune. Take us beyond pity and into the front lines of healing and reconciliation. We offer special prayers for those we mention here and those mentioned in the comments on Facebook. Almighty Protector, we remember your faithful who have hung up their earthly armor but now rest in your heavenly arms. Join us in one sacred mission, spreading the good news to all. Almighty Protector, Oh God, you are our protection, our comfort, and our strength. Oh Lord, keep us in these prayers in your safe and sure embrace, for in you alone we put our trust. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. You may take a moment and share that peace with one another. Peace be with you.
All right. Should have known this would be a long experience after so long without it, huh? All right. We do have a handful of announcements today um, as we get going. Uh, the first one is one that I like to think uh, has a lot of importance. Today, after worship, we are doing a conversation with council uh, where we are going to talk a little bit about everything. I, uh, if you're wondering about it, chances are we're talking about it, and then it's also a time for you guys to ask questions you have. So please consider staying after and meeting with myself and the rest of the council uh, as we talk about the concerns and uh, the progress and the hopes of Christ the Servant, which leads into a little bit bigger announcement, and this is something that I feel very strongly about. Um, as we venture through our time together, there are going to be a number of forums, discussions, groups, and congregational events, and the success of our time together depends on two things, God and God's will, which I'm thankful we don't have any control over and y'all's participation. So in no way, shape, or form is anything my fault. <laughs> as, much as, I, as much as I joke about that, I just, I am, I am asking you all, please be engaged throughout this whole process as you can possibly be, because Christ the Servant will come out much healthier if everybody is willing to engage. Uh, the next announcement I have is that outside the door to the sanctuary, there is a really cool poster board chart uh, that has places for donations for our camera system. And there's a really neat race car that is red and white. I don't know where they got the color scheme idea. Um, <laughs> And as we raise money for the camera system, that car will move along until we hit the total. So please take a look at that. Consider uh, donating to this special cause. Uh, you can donate in person or online. We're not picky. Uh, but please consider that as uh, reaching out to the wider community uh, via online options is a commitment uh, that we have made. Again, always pay attention to worship protocols. We have a plan in place right now, but if you're following the news, nobody knows what's coming next, so uh, we'll keep you updated in all of the different ways, uh, but there's always a section in announcements and in the bulletin, uh, so just so you know what's going on with our different worship protocols. Next week, we are in the garden on August 8th. That's always a fun service. I get to wear my Jimmy Buffett shirt. I get to ask our musicians to play Jimmy Buffett music. They get to tell me no. Uh, it's a wonderful time. Um, I can't tell you how much I enjoyed our July service. I just left here smiling. It was so wonderful being out there, and I hope, uh, you know, of course, weather and everything else permitting uh, that you'll join us next week for that. Uh, 
Uh, that's also something that the youth is helping out with. And uh, then there's uh, a, media, a youth group uh, time after that. We're always looking for food pantry donations. Uh, the Prairie Elementary School Supply Drive is going on. Maybe you saw all the backpacks when you came in. I saw some cool Star Wars ones that I really thought, man, I wish I was those kids. And uh, so please consider, um, consider uh, giving to that. It's a great cause. And then uh, September 12th is Rally Day. We're jumping back into the program year. So uh, parents and families, register your, your kids for Sunday school when you have time. Um, there's a little pen pal program going on that it's not too late to join, right? So if you would like to write to one of our uh, Sunday school kids, I suggest that you get a hold of Christy sitting over there. Her email's on here, but you can talk to her in person. Um, it's a great cause and a great way to connect with some of our youth. That was a lot. Um, the final announcement that I have is there is a pad of paper on the welcome counter uh, that has some times. If you are available to meet with me, I would love to meet with you. And then there's a section where if the times that I have written down don't work, uh, let me know and we'll figure out another time. But uh, the more I get to talk to people and learn about you all, uh, the better I feel because I've had some wonderful wonderful conversations, and I would love to keep that going. Are there any announcements that I haven't made that we need to make? Like I said, this is the scariest part of the service. Where is the meeting? The meeting's in here. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's, uh, that's all I have for announcements this morning. Uh, now is the time to give your tithes and offerings, uh, and the ushers will be down for that as we again get back to how things have been done with that part.
In the very night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread. He gave thanks and he broke it. And he gave it to the disciples saying, Take and eat this is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And then again, after supper, he took the cup, blessed it, and gave thanks, gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant of my blood. It is shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sins. Do this for the remembrance of me. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Dear friends, all are invited to rejoice in Christ's feast of forgiveness, faith, truth, hope, peace, and love. Come celebrate together this meal that unites us in spirit. Just so everybody is aware, communion is a gift of God for the people of God, no matter your age, faith tradition, or where you are on your journey. During the distribution, the usher will release you by pew. Come forward, receive your communion pack from me, take it back to your pew, and then once everybody has one, I'll give you the signal, and we will commune together. And then uh, you can discard the empty pack as you leave after the service. Uh, if you need a gluten-free wafer, please hold up your index finger. That will be the only finger that is accepted. If you would like to come forward and not receive communion but a blessing, you can cross your arms over your chest. Uh, if you have any questions, just ask, because communion is a meal, and I don't want you to feel awkward at it. So just ask. You may be seated.
the body and blood of Christ given and shed for you. Body and blood of Christ given and shed for you. Thanks be to God. And people following along at home, the body and blood of Christ given and shed for you. Let us partake in the meal that Jesus Christ has given. stand as you were able. My dear friends, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you with grace and mercy, and may the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Go in peace to love and serve God.